be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another Rumbling Reality, and you have Travis, and Gordon is back! What up, y'all? Travis? Not a whole lot. Okay, you scared me. We lost somebody. I know, I thought I'd just leave you in suspense there I know. For a second. <laughs> oh, how know. is everybody on this nice, uh, lovely, for us at least, for me and Travis, the very, very cold Sunday? How's it where you're at? Snowing. Oh, it's snowing. Is it really? Yeah, it's been snowing for like the past three days. Oh, you're in Colorado, it always snows, isn't it? No, no, it was it for like the past three weeks. I mean, we had uh, the day after Christmas, it started snowing. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I I was telling Ramsey this earlier too. For some reason, I thought you lived in Colorado and were on West Coast time. So I was like, God, he's up two hours earlier than us. I forgot you lived in Colorado. Yeah, I'm I'm only an hour behind. Yeah. Yeah, you're on Mountain Time. Yeah, stop. Mountain time. You know, I've got a question for you, gentlemen. I have a question. Has either one of you seen Linda McMahon and Judge Judy in the same place at the same time? Do I need to? Do I need to know why that that would be the case? Because I no, it was it was just something that that occurred to me this morning. I'm like, you know, I've never seen them in the same place at the same time. I wonder why. Travis has yeah. no has no fucking threshold for like any kind of like jokes or sarcasm in this odd podcast because what the hell are you talking about because because of me he like he like uh <laughs> he takes no, every what I get sick of is when we're talking on a serious subject and all of a sudden you throw them I know but I can just tell the there. way Gordon presented that uh presented that and the way you acted you're like is this a fucking Ramsey joke coming on no I, just... I just I thought there was gonna be more I thought there was more of a joke coming which is why I, it's kind of like the old knock knock jokes you ask knock knock. You know, the who's there thing. I thought that's what he was getting to. I know. So. I just find it because you have no freaking threshold for any more. Like, any I don't have a threshold for your obscurities. That's yeah. what I don't have a threshold so, for. So we're just going to call Travis Drax from now on. Cause I, oh, because I don't have a personality, but I'm built like a rock. Okay, I'm cool with that. But Drax, no, no, Drax that, is super funny, though. That's the lack, what I'm saying. The lack of sarcasm. And no, the lack, yeah. I don't care. I'll take it. Because, I mean, Drax is Batista, so I'll I know, take right? It. Freaking my, my favorite guys. <laughs> Be jealous. So <laughs> let's get into some wrestling topics. What do yeah. we want to start off with? Well, okay, uh, so since Gordon's coming back here, let's let Gordon pick what he wants to talk about first. Okay. First topic okay. well, on you, bro. Well, I got, I got a couple few things. Um, Go for it. First off, you know, the, the Hulk Hogan tribute to Mean Gene. I, I, I posted my apology on Twitter because I said he was going to make it all about himself. And he, and he, yeah, I thought he and, was too. And, and he totally was dignified, and I mean, you know, he showed humility and he and, to. and uh, well, you know, I'll tell you, watching the tribute video, no, I'll tell you something. Sorry, <laughs> uh, uh, my son saw Macho Man, and he's like, "Who's that?" So I showed him, you know, went on Google, showed yeah. him the video of uh, Macho Man in Spider Man. And for like three days, he's walking around going, "I got three minutes of playtime," and I'm like, "Geez," <laughs> and I'm I'm just like, "Man, I should have never showed him that," you know? Yeah. Why did you have to show him Bone Saw? Why couldn't you have showed him like the well, cream of the crop promo? Or no, and and I did, <laughs> oh, I did, and and my wife yelled at me for it because oh. because he, you know, I have these little coffee. They're called coffee shots, right? Uh-huh. And they're coffee mixed with creamer, and you just oh, yeah, add yeah. them to your coffee, right? So my son gets in the fridge and he goes, I rise to the top. And my wife is like, you see what you've done? <laughs> That's funny. Sounds like little Travis growing up. Catch him early, man. You got catch him early. That's how well, you got to do it. No, I was like you, Gord. I thought the same at first was that, and I, and I hate feeling like that about Hulk Hogan, but just because of everything that's gone on over the last right. couple decades, right. it was kind of expected that he was going to come out and do something to make it about himself or whatnot. From the very start of him coming out wearing the T-shirt and everything else, he made it all about Mean Gene. And honestly, he almost had me tearing up because he started. I think he was damn near close to breaking down in the ring, too. My wife was crying, man. She was like. It's sad, man. I mean, most people like and and Gordon, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. 
but Mean Gene probably means more to you from the 80s, the golden age of the WWF at the time and things like that. Right, yeah. Because he was saying you're old. That's not yeah. what I said. No, I, I'm old and I, I, I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, you know, Rip, it's how, like. How old are you, like, how old are you again? I'm 44. That's okay. That's not old, okay. old. I mean, I'm not, not no, very far no, away from that you. ain't old at all. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, I'm old, but my wife has triple D tits, so I really don't care. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, man, represent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, yeah, that's my dog right there. <laughs> um, no, Mean Gene was with Jesse Ventura when Jesse Ventura started doing commentary, mm-hmm. and he did all those bits with Bobby the Brain uh, before before he w- uh, Bobby went with uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. Uh, and and so you know, Mean Gene had a lot of good bits. He, you know, I mean, I I had the damn WWE album where he sang Tutti Frutti, right? So. And, and that's and that's funny too. See, you've got you've got the WWF or WWE version of Mean Gene. For me, mm-hmm. I grew up. I started watching wrestling when I was four, but I didn't really like get engrossed into it like I've been since so until you, I was six. You probably so started. Digging WCW him on days. WCW, yeah, that's yes. just what I was gonna say, yeah. Yep, WCW days was when Mean Gene first got there. So much like Hulk Hogan was, Mean Gene basically was a voice of two different generations of of wrestling fans. Mine was the '90s, yours was the '80s. Yeah, and they were for the two different companies. So I mean, yeah, that that was one of those where it was it was heartbreaking. Like now, I mean, we've lost Bobby Heenan, we've lost Mean Gene. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon, of course, passed away years ago. Um, it's just it's, Piper. Uh, I, I, so Piper's many people. Piper's so many people. my man, dude. Mm-hmm. We lost Dusty. Oh, I love Piper. Dusty Rose a few years back. Like yeah, and slowly end of an era. It's sad. It is, man. It's like all these all these childhood heroes that we had growing up, um, and we all recognize them. You know, Dusty again for. For Gordon, I'm sure it was more of a wrestler. Mine was more of a commentator in WCW, but I still yeah. loved Dusty Rhodes. The American Dream, times, Dusty Rhodes. You yeah, got, exactly. you got to, you, you know. I mean, and and you know, I watch a lot of the vintage stuff. You know, yeah. Um, and I uh, want to do a Dusty Rhodes imitation every single time you talk about him. Let me tell you, like, hey, you got to go right into the Dusty Rhodes type of gimmick. Yeah, right but that, I, man. Uh, and and as I mentioned, like my son is a really he's really into it. He really likes it. So when he watches Dusty Rhodes for about two or three days, he calls everybody baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something, baby. And uh, no, he's and you know he's a great copycat like that. Uh-huh. And he and he does that with all the wrestlers. Yeah. And it's like you know, and I'm the one who gets yelled at for it. Well, it's not like something I would do when I was a little kid, too, honestly. I still do it to this day, actually. I, I did the same thing. I still do that stuff, too. actually. That's the sad part. Right? I still pull out wrestler's <laughs> quotes every single time I, I get know. a chance. At least it's once like, a day. That's, that's the stigma that comes yeah. with us as wrestling fans, is that we, we literally will relate anything and everything we possibly can back to wrestling somehow. So, well, so, oh. so have um, you guys been keeping track of NXT UK at all? As a, well, we'll get into that. Well, Gordon had two topics he wanted to talk two about. Two topics? Well, I, damn. He did. Damn. Real real quick, I just wanted to say the one thing that I didn't like about Monday Night Raw was they didn't do the ten bells. That's yeah, they true. Did. I didn't hear it. They did. Uh, they did either. I believe it was at the very beginning, like before they did the. Whole, I must have missed that too. But yeah, did because, I didn't catch it. Well, here's the and the reason I can remember this is because um, my girlfriend and I were watching it, and. Um, when they did the 10 bell salute, that was the quietest I have ever heard any live crowd in any arena. It was the first time for a live show. And you, cause I'm sure y'all, y'all know when they do those, usually they will, you know, they'll mute the mics on the crowd because you'll always have some jackass that goes, woo, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody did that. And yeah. it was like, holy crap, this is the first time I've ever heard a, an arena go completely silent and not do stupid things like that. And and they did through all 10 bells, and it was wonderful. It was, it was great to hear that, that they actually all had respect for that. Well, so so Ramsey won't get cheesed off. I'll drop my other two topics real quick. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I just like, uh, I like to move them real quick. So, you know, say basically somebody listening to the podcast, they don't like one topic, they don't sit there for – Seven eight minutes to listen to. Well, watch. it's our podcast. They can listen if they want to. If they don't like it, it's whatever. Yeah, that's a that sounds like Vince McMahon exactly. 
That's what I say about my articles. This guy tweeted me. He's like, he's like, you man, you got worthless clickbait. And I'm like, well, you're the idiot who clicked on it. See, articles are different to me because you have to, like you just said, you have to click on it and you have to go read it. But if you're watching WWE, listen to Rumbling Reality, you're kind of forced to like whatever the product is. You got to just go with it. But an article, well, kinda, he doesn't have to read your articles. I mean, he, in, in all reality, Ramsey, people are clicking to listen to our show, so. They have to hit start in order to listen. It's true, but an article when you know someone's biased because you know each each uh, article is usually tagged Gordon Rupi or you know you know you know what I mean whoever's on the article. So if he sure. doesn't fucking like your articles, why is he reading them? He just he just obviously wants the bitch. Oh sure, um, but I mean that's rest wrestling fans period these days. So the, the, <laughs> the best the best tweet I got this week was a guy commenting on uh, my top five things you don't probably don't know about Bailey. Mm. He's like she's got a big butt. And I'm like, dude, she's from San Jose. That's how we roll in the Bay Area. I'm from Oakland. I got a ghetto onion, too. I mean, there's something in the water, you know? <laughs> um, and, and I wanted to announce my, my next uh, article, which is going to be top five things you probably didn't know about Ramsey. Mm, <laughs> I'm not posting that <laughs> shit. And, uh, and, well, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about posting that picture of, of you and the tutu, but I think yeah. we can get past that. D- definitely not posting that on my posting. <laughs> so back to wrestling. What other topic do you have for us? Roop. That was it. That was it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that, now, I Ramsey, you told you to be quick. NXT, NXT UK. Have you guys been watching to keep it up with it at all or what? I have just recently been trying to play catch up with it. Matter of fact, uh, right before I went to my my first indie show yesterday, um, I watched a couple episodes, and it was all because they had the the first takeover for the NXT UK brand yesterday. And I don't like watching big shows like that without watching the lead up to it because yeah. then you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So um, I've been playing catch up with that and. Unfortunately, I've seen most of the results for the matches, and it's a little disappointing that that it's just so easy to happen these days. But um, yeah, I've been I've been watching it. I've been pretty pretty pleased with it. There's there's some guys on there that I actually like. Like I like Jordan Devlin a lot. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. Did Tony Storm win the title last night? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Saw that. Um, Walter made his debut, which I don't know much about much about Walter because he's a he's primarily a, U, a UK uh, athlete he's just competed mo- mostly in the UK region so I don't know much about him but apparently he's got a lot going for him so and he showed up at the end of uh, the Pete Dunn match who Pete Dunn is right now the longest reigning champion in WWE period mm-hmm. passing 600 days as the UK champion almost a two-year stretch now that's that's insane for this day and age, man. Well, you know, since, since you broached Tony Storm, what do you guys think about people comparing her to Paige when we, she first started? Ramsey, I, I'll let I, you. Tell I don't know. They were comparing her to Paige, are they? I, I think I've it's heard her look that she's that she's getting compared. Minus are, the are, blonde, are you talking about the whole the sexual stuff that's been going on? No, no, no. Just her her wrestling career. Like you know, I mean, I, I've seen a handful of tweets of people going, "Oh my god, it's just like Paige." Da, 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 da. Are they from the same area? I wonder. I well, I don't both, know. No, no. Paige is from the UK, and uh, Tony Storm is from Australia. So, oh, okay. Or maybe it's New Zealand. Actually, it's one of the two. Um, but, same I, don't I personally don't see any resemblances, honestly. I see resemblance when it comes to like sort of in gear necessarily, but no, there is no to me. There's no similarities for com- uh, for comparison. One was like a goth rocker chick. Other ones like right. a, a blonde, like whatever. And both in one, uh, Tony Storm it looks like a little. I don't know. She looks a little more to- like taller. Paige looks a little more shorter. Their styles aren't the same. I don't know. I, mean, I guess some people may compare. But I'm not. Sh- I don't see it. Uh, I don't either, honestly. Yeah, I, I haven't been keeping up to be honest. I'm, I'm, you know, it's did, it's a lot uh, to keep up with. Did any I'm, of you guys follow the AEW rally? That I um, did. I watched it actually. Oh yeah, I, I didn't watch it. Do what? You watched the whole rally? I I did. I got I got home from from work that that evening oh, and wow. watched the the replay of it. And oh, okay. I oh, you didn't watch that, it live. You watched. Okay, I see. It. No, no, I had my uh, I had my earbuds in because I was cooking dinner while I was listening to it also. So. Um, Gordon, what do you think about AEW? Me and Ramsey talked about it um, on the last episode. Yeah. What's what's your feeling on it? 
I'm excited about it. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting venture. Um, and, yeah, especially with Jericho on board. Did you see what he said earlier this week? Well, you know, with Jericho, I mean, he's been denying it for months. That's and, what he does. Yeah, he's, and, he's and, smart about it. And, and it was like, you know, I mean, I, I think we we knew because yeah. because you wrote about it and I wrote about it. Yeah. I mean, because it was, you know, and then there was all the talk of Brandy and Cody going. And, and if they went, then the Young Bucks would follow. And, you know, I mean, now they got Neville, uh, a.k.a. Pac, signed. Well, you he's, know. he's still kind of up in the air because as, as far as I've seen, he's going to obviously be at the, the Double or Nothing show in May. But I haven't seen where he's signed a, a an actual deal yet. Well, uh, their their deal uh, their deal times are so varied. Because they are. They're awesome. It's like three months to three years. Exactly. I they mean, even have a, uh, they basically have a it depends who they can afford. Do yeah, I? because they're not gonna. You can't sign Jericho. You can't sign a Jericho or Kenny Omega for a, a two month contract for you know they you know. Those and sorry, you can't sign them for a two-year contract for you know three hundred thousand dollars. Right. No. no. Well, you got but, Billy Gunn coming in as a producer. Yep. DJ Whitmer also is going to be a producer from Ring of Honor coming in as well. Yeah, I mean they're they they've got you know they're they're setting up the competition for SmackDown for uh, Tuesday Night Dynamite, I think it's called. Well, and what's interesting about that because Ramsey again, and I were talking about this last week too. The the head-to-head competition with SmackDown. Um, also, news coming out of that as well as Jim Ross is rumoredly supposed to be the voice of AEW now, too. Um, one of the things I was bringing up about what Jericho had said earlier this week uh, was in an interview, um, he made a statement. And, and I, don't, I don't think this is him trying to pat his own ego or pat his back. I think he's just, he's just being honest about it. Um, he said two things. The first thing he said was, me signing with AEW makes them have immediate credibility and i think that is absolutely correct is right he does add credibility to it but not only that he then came out and said i would not have signed a long-term deal which is he he's one of the guys that signed a three-year deal he was like i would not sign a long-term deal if there wasn't some tv show uh deal in the works or in place or whatever and rumoredly it's supposedly supposed to be time warner Who's in deals with them oh, to God. bring wrestling back to TBS? WCW is back, dude. No, what? Why do you? Why do you? Why do you discourage that? I'm just kidding. That is hey, like, he, that would be a huge platform. T- for that Ted Turner is dead, right? Do what? Ted Turner is Ted Turner dead? No, I don't know. He's, he's so he, I think before he dies, he wants to at least put Vince under. Well, he can't. First <laughs> off, he's he was he was basically. They forced him into early retirement back when the AOL Time Warner merger took place when WCW. I have no clue about that stuff. I'm just making. So no, he's he's still alive. He's just not involved in the running of Mm. Time Warner anymore. So so bringing that up, do you think Vince Russo has a shot at getting a job for AEW? Hell, I don't think so. They're they're pretty pretty smart, and I don't see them doing that to their business. Yeah, well, but I, how at the, yeah. for the all-in event, Cody strictly said that Vince Russo is to have zero inclusion into this event. I think they pretty much have solidified that he will not be anywhere near that product. <laughs> well, when you mention Time Warner, you got to drop the name, you know. Oh, absolutely, because Time Warner, in my opinion, bringing Vince Russo in and then bringing him back was it, a lot of people feel was the nail in the coffin for WCW back in two thousand. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, I. I, I remember back in the, I mean, like when they did uh, at, at the Georgia Dome, they did the Return of Sting, yeah, yeah, WCW, and so I'm sitting there the whole time. It's Monday Nitro, and the end of the show. There's like five seconds left. Sting comes out and goes, "I'm back," and then the lights go out, and then everybody leaves. I'm like, man, that was the biggest ripoff, <laughs> like, right. Like, you know, Vince, uh, while we're talking about Vince Russo here, do you think Vince Russo is always going to be remembered as the guy who has such a horrible reputation for being just a bad a bad company guy in the sense that he's been associated with two different companies who have – I don't want to say – one, <laughs> one of them went under, but obviously Impact is still around. But maybe he just wrote bad TV, but yet – with the WWE, he helped write some of the best television that took place during the Attitude Era. 
do you think his legacy at all is is anything to be remembered or cherished or anything like that disintegrating disintegrating <laughs> that might be the best word for it well i mean as time goes on people remember his storylines less and less that's true that's true or they remember it for the for just the absolute insanity that it was you know like a sure the, yeah like the viagra on a pole or judy bagwell on a forklift like come on like that's those are two things that's brought up very Ooh, frequently God. about the dying days of wcw so that's i don't know yeah. Speaking of the dog poop thing, mm. what do you guys think of the whole tampon situation? Man, I, it, no, mm, God, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It's I wasn't I wasn't mad about it at first, but was it a little disgusting? Absolutely. But to me, it it doesn't really just characters trying to get over and it's stupid shit how they're trying to get over these days. Instead, I mean, instead of using their wrestling abilities and their mouth, they have to use props for the whole time. Well, hold so. on, Ramsey. If you're gonna if you're gonna use that, Uh-oh. then how is this any different than Mick Foley pulling a sock out of his junk? Because it's not a bloody tampon that goes inside you. It's a sock that was probably not even by his junk. This well, is, first this, off, this, we didn't this, even really. It's see It's probably there not even a sock that was actually by his junk. Now. It was probably in between his tights and his other and his outer tights. We're talking about a girl who has a bloody whole... tampon pulling out. But the a little whole different. concept, man. First off, we don't let's let's be honest. We don't even know that that was a necessarily a used tampon. It just obviously she made it look like it. But come on, ain't nobody going to be that disgusting where they're going to do a stunt like that. Well, her husband brought up a good point. I mean, on on uh, in an interview um, where he said, you know, it's it's a shame. You know, people are shaming her for doing that. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. Uh, they're shaming her for doing that, but it's okay for them to dump dog crap on, you know, on wrestlers in WWE or yeah. or have the Kurt Angle uh, lollipop up the butt, you know. Yeah. At, yeah. At, or Joey Ryan too. pulling the, lo- the Joey Ryan pulling the lollipop out of his tights and yeah. into people's mouths. You know. I don't know. Those yeah. things are a little bit different to me, like uh, lollipop. I mean, if she pulled a lollipop out of her out of her crotch, I wouldn't be as I mean, it wouldn't be as weird. But pulling it would, a bloody it's tampon, the same concept though. Yeah, one's like a bloody one's a tampon for it's like a, it's like a thing that's actually used for like oh to to take away waste from your body pretty much. And other sure. things are like fun, like lollipops and all that shit. I don't know. So it means a big difference. I don't yeah, think but there's a big difference at all. A lollipop up your ass versus you know something that comes out of a girl's cooter. I mean, you know. I mean, I mean, I think they're both know. nasty. I don't want to. To me, it's I not. mean, it is. It's but that's the point. Is it's supposed to gross you out a little bit? You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think people are just again. This is going back to we have too many people that get too sensitive. This is wrestling. We're not supposed to be politically correct. You know, there was one guy on Facebook that uh, he does a video. I can't remember his name. It's Josh something, but he did this whole thing, this whole video about why WWF is so much better than WWE. He goes, one of his reasons behind it is, WWE, you got to stop being so PC. You know, there is no room for politically correct in wrestling. I believe that too. I, yeah. I do too, because he's like, anybody remember when The Rock and Farouk were part of a, basically a black militia group called the Nation of Domination mm-hmm. and well, came out and did all that? That's there's that. There's correct. There was crime time. I yeah. don't know if you remember that. I mean, you know, they had Triple H drug Stephanie McMahon. Exactly. And, and you know, pretty we much had, marry her against her will. And, you know. Stone Cold coming out, flipping off his boss and anybody else that could do it. Guys coming out, pointing at their crotch and saying, suck it. You know, there's, that's not political. None of that's politically well, correct. You had Edge and Lita doing the live sex the live show. live sex celebration. Yeah. Like, you know. Here's the thing. So I, I'm a big believer. There. It's not the fact that. I think there's two things really, but the main thing is I don't think it's the fact that more people are, more people are upset and more butthurt over everything. It's just the more it's the fact that they're more vocal, and there's there's more media and social media involved to make it more vocal. People think they can be more vocal about it. And the other problem is is the companies, the other whatever it is, whoever's whoever's getting the backlash, they just fall to the pressure instead of just thinking, okay, well these are critics. They're you know they're not. Yeah. Gonna, but when you're when you're when you are a critic and you're like, oh, I I'm not gonna watch WWE anymore because they have a tampon girl and whatever the hell, that's stupid. If they're like, man, this is trash. I hate this. I hate I hate this angle. This sucks. That's normal. But if somebody's gonna like say they're gonna sue you or not watch a product anymore, the company's probably gonna be like, oh crap, I can't do that anymore. Well, sure. I mean, to to quote Orson Welles, uh, you know, from uh, 
history of the world part one you know with the birth of the artist comes the inevitable afterbirth of the critic yeah I'm pretty sure shinsuke nakamura said that what no see what? Gordon, this is what i'm talking about this is this is what he does all i heard was all i heard was the artist this is what he does every time wrong artist <laughs> i'm not talking about shinsuke or prince okay, okay so, so what did you guys think dude daniel bryan's promo he had on smackdown was freaking awesome heel daniel bryan is great my love yeah, the oh, vegan yeah. overlord kind of guy mm-hmm it, it, I mean, it takes you back in the day to like when him and Kane were together. It does. Yeah, yeah. When he was I actually guess. a heel. Yes. Yeah. Well, most people also relate it back to even though it's he's doing this whole go green thing, which I think is great because it actually plays a lot into his real life uh, persona, which is why I think it is going to eventually get over as being one of the better heel acts. It's a, almost a throwback to his Ring of Honor days when he was a heel in Ring of Honor. It's just a straight. I just love it. Like, Change it. I just like. Oh my god! It's just it's some some it's stupid stuff like that when you can catch it. I'm like you know, he'll <laughs> pull a guy to the crowd. He goes, "Change it." I'm like, that's just so that's so like standard, but it already it already works. Yeah, because people this people were so uh, the the beauty behind it is that this is a guy that everybody was so behind for mm-hmm. so long. And the fact that Daniel Bryan himself is the guy who pushed for this character change makes it even better because now he is slowly working himself as the guy that was so beloved by people that now he's throwing drinks in people's faces, slapping stuff out of their hands, mm-hmm. telling them to change their shirt, that they need to start uh, stop killing the planet and everything like that. And he's doing it in a very malicious way. Like it's... It's it's not like what C.J. Parker did. If you remember when Juice, well now Juice Robinson, who's yeah. in New Japan, he did the C.J. Parker gimmick, and he was basically the Earth Warrior, same same gimmick almost, but he was coming out with like the picket signs and everything like that. Yeah, it's it's not this it's the same character, but it, yet at the same time it's presented in two different fashions, where C.J. did it in more of the, you know, I'm I'm the picketer out out in front of the Starbucks or something like that saying quit using plastic cups whereas Daniel Bryan's the guy coming out saying quit using plastic cups and then slaps the cup out of your hand you know right. it's more aggressive it's more vocal and then carried with action after that so it's easier for people to hate a guy who's willing to go to physical lengths to get his point across yeah yeah, I, I like it, and I think it's going it. to be—it's going to be one of the best heel turns that will take place. But it's got to—it just happened in 2018, so I think 2019 is where we're going to see that evolve into being the absolute heel that it can be. Well, you know, speaking of heel turns, um, you know, I have to—I have to bring this up because it just gets on my tits. Charlotte Flair. What? Oh, what? Oh, nothing. Are they going to bring up Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch? Oh no 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, I'm talking about Dean Ambrose and and the fact that every time he does something, Corey Graves is asking his wife, you know, why is he doing this? It's all all part of it. It is, but it's it's I get where Gordon's going with this. It's annoying. It's tired. It's like, you know, I mean, Corey Graves, he has his credits as an announcer, but look. I get it. You dig blondes with big tits. I get it. Mandy well, Rose comes out. That's, that's what it is. I think he's just he's just making the reality part. He's just trying to make it more reality based. Well, I mean, it's like every time Mandy Rose comes out or Charlotte or or Alexa Bliss. Oh, the goddess. We're in the presence of a goddess, dude. Get some new material. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, you well, want to be fair. To be fair to him too, though. I mean, to be consistent as an announcer, and I can only speak as somebody who who does the same thing because you've got to be consistent with what you do he does the certain nuances with uh with certain people going going yeah. to your example kind of like what king used to do and jr used to do right right well, i just kind think of- i i know it i know what he's saying though i know what Ruth's saying though because it, michael cole's sayings get really freaking annoying <laughs> to me. oh my god so i really it's just think time. i think it's who you have more of a threshold with who, who you have more of like a i don't know like what's the word when you give people more give than others Give. You know what I mean? Just give, I guess. Like yeah. with Michael Cole, I have very little threshold. With Corey Graves, not as bad yet. You know, I still have a little more time to right. annoyed by him. But with Michael Cole, I feel the same way with Cole. Like he's talking about the Graves. 
I, I feel so white every time he goes, it's boss time. I know, I'm like, right? I'm <laughs> every like, single time. Oh my God. Really? I was on Twitter a while back and people were like, went crazy over that. I'm like, yeah, it makes me cringe every single time. It does. Doesn't it? It's, it's so bad. But like, I personally going, what we were saying about Corey Graves and Mandy Rose, I love every single time Mandy Rose comes out and he tells Byron Saxton to shut up. Every yeah, single I, time. I think that's funny too. I, I do. And that I do find entertaining because he just wants to soak in the moment. And I totally get that. And I've, I've done the same thing on commentary with my partner where something will come out and I'll just say, shut up and let it be, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then you just, and you just talk up the person and you talk up the situation. So I like when he can do stuff like that. I get where you're coming from being, he does it too frequently with too many girls. Like, well, uh, well, that and he uses the same lines over and over and over again. True, you know? very true. And that could be a Vince McMahon thing, though, being in his ear saying, "Hey, get this over, push this, push that." You know, granted, granted, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I just, you know, Corey Graves, he's he's one of the few personalities who you can't tell if they're kfab or not on social media. That's that's oh, true. Yeah. That is very true, and you know, to to Michael Cole's credit, like, but how did you pronounce how do you pronounce that? Is it kayfabe or kayfab? Kayfabe. I say K- whatever. You, you said it. You can say it however you want. I'm not gonna. Be oh, I thought it was like it. a dialect thing. I was interested, honestly. I know I like <laughs> kayfab better. It sounds it sounds funnier in my opinion. Yeah, those are one of those words too that I've always never I never like knew exactly how to say it. So I was like, it's oh, technically when Gordon said that when Gordon K-fabe. said it, I was like, shit, I've been saying it wrong all this time. Yeah, it's technically kayfabe, but we can use kayfabe. It's, I mean, it's funny in my opinion. I like. Well, that. I mean, I, I think that's more appropriate because you know, hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know, half the time it's like watching a drag queen show anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I tell you to. I know we were kind of rigging on Michael Cole there for a minute with his boss time thing, but um, by the way, uh, I'm going to kind of go into two different things here real quick. Yeah. Uh, with Nigel McGuinness, they they came out with a Nigel McGuinness documentary right after the NXT uh, Takeover UK oh, thing yesterday. If do take the take the hour time to watch that, it is so freaking good um, about Nigel McGuinness, and it makes me like it makes me want to go back and watch some of his Ring of Honor stuff because of how how passionate he was. But that's again when you get the time, go and watch that. Um, but to Michael Cole's point, and to his to his credit. When he doesn't have somebody in his ear and he's able to just call wrestling like what he did with the uh, the first United Kingdom tournament a couple years back when uh, Tyler Bate became champion, he know he knows how to commentate wrestling very well. Oh it's, yeah, it's just when you've got Vince McMahon in your ear every single Monday, uh, telling you to get this over, make sure to push Twitter. Oh, and don't forget to remind them that the first month of the network is free for new subscribers. You know, it's. I do see where it can get frustrating, and I do see. I mean, hell, there was even one time where he was caught on a uh, on a on a feed that then went public on YouTube, where he said he told Vince McMahon up front, "Do you really want me to say that again? I've already said the shit ten fucking times." <laughs> like, he was caught saying that, and he said that to his boss. You I, know? I, I I think the best. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, I, I think one of the best. Never apologize like, to Travis. Number one. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't apologize to Ramsey either. He does it frequently. <laughs> Just um, uh, was uh the, the one of the best bloopers I ever saw was uh Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote an article about it. This is going back months, but uh he had gotten thrown out of the ring and through the announce table, and you could see the airbag underneath the announce table. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember this. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. You remember because I did the screen yeah. cap of it, and I'm like, "Come on, y'all! That's that like the, you know." Was that the fall from the cage that Strowman did, or from the? Uh, uh, that would have to be it. The the announce table spot where Strowman threw him off the cage. I I don't rem- I honestly no, don't remember. Sure. It's because it's been so long. Uh, it was I mean, involving Strowman, Trav. I'm pretty sure too. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that it makes you it it makes you lose the appeal because you're you're kind of learning the secrets behind what they do. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It takes away the magic. I you know. A, I just have a feeling back in the day they didn't use airbags. I just have a feeling back in the day they just used just nothing. They just used the. They they did they didn't. I mean I that 
Mick Foley no. being tossed off the cell when he went through that table was pure p- wood. And you can see it when you watch that. You can see that all they did was spray paint a piece of wood red. Till this day, that's to me. It's this is crazy. That I don't know. I can't dude, do that. I don't care how like Mick Foley says it all the time. That unfortunately, that's probably the match that he's most remembered for, and he he hates it just because he has so much other stuff that he's more proud of than the than the cell match. But man, as an as a seven year old kid that watched that originally. That was frightening. Mm-hmm. Taker, Taker throwing him from the cell and then choke slamming him through the cell. That was scary. Don't forget the thumbtacks. That oh, yeah. that was just that was like the cherry on top of an already yeah. very painful match. You know, the poor guy had a chair fall and hit him in the face and knock out his teeth. I mean, it's so that match is probably one of the most brutal breaks of kayfabe ever because nobody expected the whole table spot. Nobody expected the cage to break. Nobody expected the chair to hit Foley in the face on the way down when he went through the cage, which also can ca- uh, cause him to have a concussion. That that match had so much wrong with it that it turned out to be I, one of the best, if not the most remembered Hell in the Cell match ever. I, I think one of the best matches that I can remember was Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys in a ladder match. Are you and, talking about the, t- the one from No Mercy '99? Yeah, where he speared him in midair. Oh man! Oh well, yeah, that was the, my favorite. Or that was WrestleMania. About, wait, are you talking about the WrestleMania triple That's threat? WrestleMania. Was that? Was that, uh, yeah. was that WrestleMania yeah, seventeen? Sure. Yes, that was the but best he, WrestleMania. That was ever. one of my yeah, yeah, one of my favorite WrestleManias too. Still is he to just this day. Speared him in midair and like they both landed as Jeff Hardy was holding the title. Yeah. Yes. And, I was and, so fucking pissed. And when they landed, you could see them land on each other and just knock each other stupid. Oh, Edge even said off the bat, he said he had so many people ask him. He's like, how many times did y'all have to rehearse that? He looked at, he said he looked yeah. at every single person that asked him that. He was like, you think that we actually did that more than once? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Speak, speaking of uh, Jeff Hardy, did you see that picture <laughs> uh, the company or somebody sent me? That was awesome, dude. I know, I was so confused because like, there was no like note in there no return sender nothing so i looked up the return label and it was the company itself that sent it to me i was like i was just thinking it was like somebody one of my some fan they bought it for me and sent it to me i didn't know nobody came out and said they bought it for me or anything so i'm guessing the company just the weirdest part is how the hell they they find my address yeah that i will say is that was a little creepy (laughs) you what gordon which pictures are you talking about jeff hardy uh some it's like it's an uh did you like see a, it on his Twitter earlier this week, Gordon? I didn't see it. Somebody got sent me this, this nice like wall art of Jeff Hardy. And yeah. um, somebody must know I'm a Jeff Hardy fan because to pick out Jeff Hardy. So either it's a people, somebody who knows me or the company. But either way, I never put my address out there, so I thought it was kind of weird. But that's whatever. I was, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm going to use it for my little studio room. Uh, let's get to more wrestling. I was going to ask you guys uh, about um, the whole rumored John Cena match with Lars Sullivan now not happening. Man. Gordon, Isn't it crazy? You, first off... If you've got an opinion, I'll let you take that. But, Ramsey, what's your opinion? First off, I mean, to me, I've never really been a big Lars fan. I've said it before. I'm not a huge Lars fan. But it's just crazy because I guess they're going to, like, do this whole match between him and Lars Sullivan. And I guess, reportedly, by Dave Meltzer, that um, I had a report on it, that Lars Sullivan either didn't show up to the arena on Monday night or he got an anxiety attack on... Um, before it, before he was to come out and left the arena, yeah, he was that? supposed to he was supposed to have a dark match um, on Raw, whether it was this past Raw or one of the ones they taped for the holidays. Um, he was supposed to have a dark match, and the, I, I know the story you're talking about, and this is how it goes: is that he had an anxiety attack and he wasn't able to wrestle. But he, uh, from what I read, he smoothed it over. Um, the next night for SmackDown, he talked to the representatives. He still didn't wrestle a dark match on SmackDown either, but they said that they smoothed it over. So, yeah, it's the match is still up in the air. But uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying anxiety attacks not something something serious. It runs in my family with anxiety attacks. But but the fact well, is, if Gordon, you are yeah, having I mean, this Gordon, guy, you had a, you're promoting. A seizure? What hasn't Gordon? Didn't you have? Don't you deal with seizures from anxiety as well? Uh, no, well, I have anxiety, uh, PTSD, and epilepsy. And uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, today I am forty-seven days without a grand mall. So that's good, good. awesome, man. So back to the uh, thing. 
with, with Lars. If you're Vince and you know you're having this guy that probably Triple H wants you to push, and he's mm-hmm. having attacks before he even gets on to the main main screen or main matches, what would you do, Gordon? Well, I mean, it's a matter of I mean, it's like it's like hiring somebody who's afraid of heights to be an airline pilot. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's a good one. I'm not slamming him for having anxiety attacks or anything. Yeah, that's but, what I was trying to get out there. I want, to, yeah. But but if if you have anxiety and you have you know because like for me, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not ashamed. I'm in therapy for it, and my therapist is like, well, just go to small coffee shops or whatever, you know, but, to get used but, to people. And and the fact is, he's getting used to people by being in arenas full of you know you know thousands of people or hundreds of people or how we'd like to word it right and i, I think that's the worst introduction to <laughs> dealing with anxiety yeah right everybody's that, screaming right you know the the whole lars situation um i know the yeah he definitely was in line apparently for that major push and and, and for now it's they just love pushing these big guys well, it's it's. I was gonna say he fits he fits the Vince mold, so of course he's gonna get some kind of big push. But in my opinion, I actually, unlike you, Ramsey, I actually kind of like Lars Sullivan, and I think he actually does bring a lot to the table. Mm. And I think he could be a good if he. In, in the ideal situation for me is him being put on SmackDown because Strowman on Raw already covers your big monster. Yeah. That's a that's a good guy. I mean, that is true. If you need a bigger guy on SmackDown, like, you know, whatever presence, but. It, it, Exactly. If you cannot talk on the mic at this point, and you, but he it, can though. Not really. He really can't talk can. that good. It's really not that entertaining. It's not. It's just like it's like big man stuff. You know. No, it it's says not. Like, it, it is not. Then you're listening to the wrong promos because he's he is a very intelligent human being who he speaks with a lot of intelligence he, in his. No, I'm not promo. saying the intelligence factor. I'm just saying he's not charismatic to me. I'm not saying you can't tell he's not smart when he's talking his wordage. I'm just saying it's not entertaining. I just well, want, see, that, I, I don't want another Roman Reigns who you know Roman's Reigns is smart, you know it, but he just never I mean, last couple of years awesome. But I'm saying he had so long where Reigns could never talk in the mic and you knew he right. could talk backstage, you knew he was a smart guy, but man, you remember how hard it was for Reigns to t- really talk? We always could be back for that. I, I, I agree with, with Ramsey, yeah. But with Lars though, it's not it's not exactly the same situation. And I say that because if you go back and you listen to some of his promos yeah does he deliver it in a monotone yes but he doesn't do it in the same uh, the same format that reigns did reigns did monotone because nobody had really worked with him and in speaking in inflection and yeah. and things like and that half lars, a, isn't half of lars i cut you off isn't half of lars talks or stuff he's talked about been backstage pre-recorded um yeah but i mean let's face it they do a lot of that anyway so, I know, but with someone, if you want the whole point I'm getting is, if you're trying to get another new top tier guy, I just want a top tier guy who has just you know has has that spark, like has that something that really makes multiple people want to see him, like the I Rock Stone. I mean, it's something. Well, I mean, you, I, I know you that. can't I, say I, that I, because you don't know who I has totally that spark. But I mean, you can usually tell, like you know, like Adam Cole. Adam Cole, like he's charismatic. You like want to see him wrestle. Like that's somebody I would put my money into. But it sure. feels like Vince keeps putting his money into people that aren't even built at all and don't even have like they're built. Basically, Vince wants to build them. Well, I just, like, I just Sullivan. Think oh, sorry. Go ahead, Travis. I just think that you're you're kind of putting. I think you're kind of putting a cart before the horse situation and mm-hmm. not really giving him giving him the chance yet because i see i see different than what than what you're seeing ramsey and maybe a little bit different from what you're seeing gord because the way i've seen his promos delivered he delivers them in a very intelligent fashion yes it's a monotone fashion but it's not a monotone fashion of he's doing this because he doesn't know what he's doing Mm -hmm. he's doing it because he's trying to showcase a character of he's a big strong brute monster of a guy but it's also intelligent i get it Yes, well, he's smart enough to. But it's say, not exciting to me. To I don't think it's mainstream. I'm, it's not mainstream. It's, it's, it's a Jake feel. Roberts feel, in my opinion. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to yell. He doesn't have to shout. He doesn't have to have catchphrases. He just all he has to do is speak. I, I'm oh, that's, see, that, keep, that's it. That's we it. Keep, just, oh, oh no, no. I was just gonna say I'm in between the both of you. Ew, that's because disgusting. To me, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, because to See, me, he throws he, us off track when he does shit sorry, like that. Sorry, sorry, Rup- he, he reminds me of Big Cass because okay. he's he's got the visual of the big, you know, 
Hulk. Right. And he can he can do a great shoot, but they're really dry. And they're, yeah. you know, and, and I mean they're they're very articulate, but there's right. no excitement to them. Mm-hmm. And maybe with a little bit of tw- maybe a little bit of tweaking on the main roster, you know, get get Triple H working with him a little bit more. Maybe maybe that'll be a little bit more fine tuned and be better. I'm you just know? saying, like Trav. I mean, we're like, you're not getting t- a little bit tired of these Brock Lesnar's and these guys. He's like, just, oh no, trust me, I am, and I'm with you when I say that I would rather pay money to see Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era all day long. But unfortunately, until Triple H has the reins to do with what we know he can do, obviously we've seen it with the NXT brand. Until we have that in full authority and power on the main roster you have to start looking for the silver linings in yeah. the Vince booking because guys like Adam Cole and the rest of the era, even guys like Ricochet, who I'm afraid is not going to be used to his full potential when Don't he eventually gets called up to the main roster, those guys that we know are main event talents are not going to be given main event pushes like what a Lars is or what a Braun is right off the bat strictly because they have to work more. They have to take the Shawn Michaels route essentially – and show that they're an excellent in-ring performer with charismatic skills to go on top of their excellent performances. Well, Ricochet needs a lot more work on that too, because I feel like he rushes his promos like nobody. Oh, you can business. tell. You can you can tell Ricochet still needs to work, but yeah. when he sometimes he has a couple of grooves and a couple of moments like okay, you can tell he has the swagger. But other times right. he's like, ooh, he is definitely green. Oh yeah, on on the not in not in the ring, but on yeah, the yeah. Line, what are you gonna yeah. say, Gordon? Well, no, I was just going to say, I mean, with WWE, nowadays the trend is you have wrestlers who can't, you know, do a shoot promo, and then you have, you know, but they can wrestle really good. Right. But, they, but they, they're, they're useless on the mic. Or you have the ones who are useless in the ring but great on the mic. Yep. And to me, that is the going trend in the WWE. Right. You don't have – it's it's you can't find so, – so far there hasn't been – there hasn't been another John Cena, and and and, and Ramsey might be so shocked for me to say this, but John Cena really molded himself to be the overall performer. He could, yeah, yeah, he could, he could go in the ring. He definitely goes on the mic. There hasn't been anybody else yet that has been able to get to that John Cena level. The only person that is, well, two people that have actually come close to it were CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Those are the yeah. only two. And beyond that, we haven't had anybody else really break that that glass ceiling that Cena has perched so far. And and that's that's an testament to John Cena and what he's done for his career because he was a guy that was known as one dimensional for the longest time. Right. And, and he, he was in the one band called one dimensional, right? Say what? Oh no, I thought he was in one band called one dimensional. No, I <laughs> you're thinking of one direction. I know, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm I, I mean, got that. I'm surprised anybody even got that at all, honestly. There you go. I, I think it's a matter of training these these you know new performers to do both, and they're right. not doing that. They're they're too focused on the look, or they're too you know. I mean, look at what's his name, uh, Leo Rush. Yes, I know. It's so funny. Everyone think of Leo Rush now. I just think of Gordon like hating on him really bad. Oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> I, I mean, now, well, why, no. Why, why do you not like Leo Rush? <laughs> I've never. He's, I want. I actually want to know why do you not like Leo Rush. He just annoys the crap out of me. Isn't he's, that what he's supposed to do, though? Well, no. I mean, like to the ninth degree. I mean, like you know. I mean, it's and it's like a hatred. Why? Um, Gordon, why Gordon hates Leo Rush? That's, and, a, that's and, one of the details in this part today. And and you know, it, it's a matter of he is great on the mic, but. He just can't wrestle at all. It's what do you like mean he can't wrestle at all. He's horrible in the ring. How do you gather that? <laughs> Have you not watched him on Two Hundred Five Live? At Actually, 205, no. Two Hundred Five is not. He's not been bad. He's Two Hundred Five. He's he's fifty fifty. I mean, he's like he's either hitting it in a bullseye or he's completely off. I just I just feel like. <laughs> I think he's just doing his job. I really think Gordon has Gordon been so turned off by Leo Rush <laughs> that he just hates him now. He just I, That's what I'm saying. I, th- I think Leo's doing so good at his job that Gord's just like, I don't care. I hate him. I, I, I have so many severe hatreds when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> I know. I mean, we all do, man. I know, we, I mean, we all do. We have our own, yeah, for sure. 
I mean, you know, it's like what Ramsey was joking about. You know, oh, you're going to complain about Charlotte Flair again? I mean, you know. Right. I, mean, I figured you're going towards because I know you hate, uh, hate that. I'm, oh, God, I can't stand that woman. <laughs> I mean, God in heaven. It's like, look, you know, I mean, you know, you want to say, oh, I'm not going to, you know, ride daddy's coattails. And then you do everything your father did. And you're yes, like, I got here. Robe, the woo. I mean, yeah. I, 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 think, I think Gordon brought it up again in an article because she, um, because basically to what happened recently this week was I'm actually going to bring it up anyways. So uh, what it was, it, Gordon? Gordon, you can talk about it because you wrote the whole article. What am, okay, what am I talking about? Just tell me Mickey I? Lynch uh, call, or getting called out for using the man. Well, I mean, you know, it, it was a matter of, uh, it was some, it was an interview that, that Charlotte had done uh, with uh, Planetia Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're like, well, how do you feel about Becky Lynch stealing your father's catchphrase? You know, being, you know, to be the, the man. man. Yeah, you got to beat the man. Which she never, I, I don't recall her saying that. I haven't either. But apparently there's some connection there. Um, but she's like, you know, you know, oh, yeah, you know, it's it, it's my legacy and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, wait a minute. It, you're just cheesed off because she ripped it off before you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in and, my opinion, I don't I don't even see where she ripped him off, because like you said, I don't recall her ever once saying you know to be the man you got to beat the man she's just she just came out and said i'm so i'm so much better than the women than the women's division that i'm the man of the women's division oh yeah and she is too absolutely she's got the best character going right now i got a tweet from this guy he's like she can't be the man she's a woman I'm like, like, dude, you're missing the point. Well, no, what I said to him is I said, do you think The Rock is actually made of rock? Right. I'm right? like, do you, yeah. do you think do you think Rhino is really a rhino? You know, and yeah. and of course he blocked me. But, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, or like Stone Cold was really a rattlesnake. Yeah, really? Like, you know, I mean, That's but funny, yeah. <laughs> she's she's ripping off everything her dad did with the exception of the man thing. You know, and it's like, well, Becky thought of it before you did, so you snooze, you lose. You know, yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, and it works for her. And so. oh yeah, it totally. You know, fits her. I mean, and and, and you know, I wanted it's, to. It's uh, leading her to a main event match with Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, so obviously something's working. I, I wanted to to point out two things real quick, Travis. You still haven't followed me on Twitter. Oh, um, I'm sorry. No, that's a. <laughs> Now, Travis, screw you and everybody who looks like you. <laughs> um, and 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 I, I want to bring this up. Let me grab me a up. tissue real quick, buddy. Hold on. <laughs> I, I want to bring this up because I'm really proud of my cookbook article. Oh yeah, all your uh, all your names for them are pretty funny. You should check it out. Okay, the best one was Walk with Elias. Uh-huh. So, for people who don't know what we're talking about, WWE is releasing an official new cookbook. And Gordon yes. wrote an article, and in the article, there's a whole bunch of, what, like 15 or 20 names he would hopefully they may be using. <laughs> yeah, like the tuna that AJ Styles melt. <laughs> but but my my favorite one, my favorite one was Walk with Elias, W-O-K, you know. Oh, and so, okay. Yeah, see that? You see how I did that? <laughs> so I'm sitting there laughing my ass off while I'm writing this. And my wife comes in, and she's like, what's so funny? And I show her the article, and she's like, well, when you're done laughing at your own jokes, there's dishes that need to be put away. <laughs> so, I mean, she's still keeping it relatively centered towards the cooking. You just got to clean up and do the aftermath. Oh, yeah. She, she has me on a short leash, boys. <laughs> but, but, you know, with a rack like that, she can. Um, there you go. Yeah, see? There, um, you got you to give and take somewhere there. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not going to comment on that. I um. <laughs> what, do you do yeah, you guys? We'll keep, we'll keep it somewhat PG ish. So do you, do you guys think that that Becky is going to get another push, or are they just going to kind of keep her in tempered waters like they did with Braun Strowman? Personally, I'm going to pick her to win the Women's Royal Rumble. I think that's how they're going to get hey, to Becky? the Lynch versus Rousey match, and I yeah. think she'll move over to Raw. Well, the, the problem with her at the Royal Rumble is she's got two matches. 
Okay, so you know what? There's another way they could go about this then. Uh, Rousey could potentially lose her women's title at the Rumble. She enters the women's Rumble match and then moves to SmackDown since that's what Fox wants anyway uh, when they move over to Tuesday uh, to Fridays in October this year. So there's how you can get your, your re- uh, revenge with Charlotte too. Rousey, Charlotte, and Becky for Mania potentially. So I just... I just want to hold Ronda Rousey down and remove that mole from underneath her eye. That's oh, I know. It, it does get a little annoying. I'm not going to lie. That, and I want, I want to pin down Elias and trim his beard. Because uh, I swear to God. Did you see my beard earlier? Mine's bigger than one. Yeah, but yours say. is trimmed. Uh, yours is, I think he's going for the whole hipster kind of look thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yours is trimmed. Yours is tight. His, he looks like somebody who's going to ask me for spare change at Walmart. You know, I'm not well, down for that. What if he does? That. He's a drifter. That's what he's That's supposed true. to be. That's true. He's a drifter. <laughs> really, Travis? Really? I mean, yes, really. No. <laughs> Travis, pull, look at that. Gord's now starting to pull a Miz on here. I know. Really. Tra- Travis coming from the Kit Harrington school of beards, you know. I mean, come on, man. Usually Travis don't has like a big old beard. My, don't hate on my beard now. Don't hate. Usually I'm not Travis, hating. Usually Travis has a giant beard. That's the funny part. See? Usually, not always, but usually it's a big beard. That's right. <laughs> but well, Ramsey, okay, you well, said yep. size didn't matter. Which Whatever. Travis, Travis does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna, anything last uh, last uh, things you want to bring up? Any little topics before you close it out? We're, we're done already? We're really? We're an hour, bro. Yep. Two, four minutes will make an hour. Whatever. Jeez. <laughs> what, what, Gordon, what did you say? Jeez, I said whatever. whatever. I'm like, well, I'm like geared up for like a two hour show, and like you guys are like, okay, we're done. And I'm like, man, two hours. Hey, first, yeah. off, I didn't, first off, I didn't say we were done. <laughs> I keep it to an hour because I so everything everything I have to do on Sunday every Sunday is pretty much my only day off of my other work. So I have to do every single thing I have to do is on Sunday. So I have to do my errands, my laundry, my my life, my scratching my balls, getting groceries, everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was hoping for two hours because my in-laws are coming over. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> oh, the longest show we've ever done has been like an hour and fifteen minutes, and that was with you last time. Where's Gordon? Oh, he's in his office working. Oh darn! Oh, you I know. see what you're saying. <laughs> so you're using us. I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, well, see, just, it fit perfectly. Could, you know what you could do, Gord? Just play this on repeat. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Hear you? That's a good idea. Still feel like that. So you could still get away with two hours on that. No, I. You, to be honest, I'm joking. I love my in-laws. I was just being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say this is, now. This is on like public, so they're not, oh, no. Now we're screwed. <laughs> no, my my mother-in-law gives me gifts constantly. So like, you know, like the image gifts or no, I mean like gifts, gifts. Like oh, you know, oh. like she brought me like a pound of Kona coffee, and you know, Dang. that's that's some good in-laws right there. Yeah, it was French press too. Ah, very nice. Um, I don't know, Travis. What do you got cooking? I know you got you have an opinion on a few other things. I got an opinion on a lot of different things, but what's interesting is this is one of the first times, though, that I think we've actually hit everything that's come to my mind so far. Me too. Because the, the main because the main things that came out were the AEW things. Because I'm I'm very interested to see how that's going to play. Out. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I mean, well, Ramsey, how do you feel? I feel pretty good. I'm kinda it doesn't matter how you feel. Ah, that was good. Boom! Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Had to. Had to. He got uh, it. You, he and, got... you and Travis are definitely king of the cornies. Hey, oh, don't what? even start. Wait, don't you quoted One Direction and you're criticizing us? Right? One, dire- one Direction, what? Yeah, three... Oh, yeah. I love how that short-term memory kicked in right there. Yeah, all of a sudden I, I it's like... I One Direction once today. You brought you just you said you said something about you said ago. something about One Direction or something like that, and I put yeah because he was in that boy band. And I was making fun of like John Cena or somebody, and I didn't okay. quote anything. Thank you very much. Well, we didn't say you quoted it. We just said, we you said you I quoted up it. One Direction. No, Gordon said I quoted it. I did not quote insinuations it. towards One Direction. I, you sure were, you boy band lover. I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny any statement. <laughs> oh God, it sounded like a... <laughs> I regret nothing. I plead the fifth now. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay. Well, um, Travis, does you want to take this out? Oh, Gordon, you want to plug I, anything you're doing I want, right now? Yeah, let's let of, Gordon uh, plug him. I gotta let Gordon plug himself. 
Gordon? Wow, that sounded so wrong. <laughs> you got to get over, bro. <laughs> um, no, you're just like, no, you got to plug yourself. And I'm like, oh, my God. Where can they check you out? Where can they find you? Where can they get your stuff? Um, he knew He knew what I'm saying. I, I get where he's going with that. I know. Um, well, uh, next month I'm coming out with uh, a new book of uh, short stories and poems. Um, and you can find the link to my books for sale on my Twitter, which is at Gordon Roop. G-O-R-D-O-N-R-U-P-E. And I will uh, follow you as soon as we get off here. Make it uh, better. Yeah, huh? Yeah. You should, Checks. Make, you, should make, you should make it a thing now where you never follow Gordon. <laughs> every time Gordon comes on, like, what the fuck, Travis? Checks every time you tell me. The check's in your mouth and I won't come in the mail. Anyway. Right. <laughs> um, you can find me at uh, uh, on Facebook. Um Let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. I'm coming out with a new book of erotica in March. Um, um, Is it and PG, I'm, though? It's erotica. Hell no. <laughs> that was not ironic. Dude, you should do the first <laughs> ever PG-rated erotica books. Um, no, I, you know, a friend of mine's like, dude, I just bought this D&D erotica book. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, Dungeon anyway. Dragons erotica? Yeah. I'm wow. just scary shit. Um, but, uh. <laughs> Um, and I'm always writing for Rumbling Rumors. Yeah, uh, I absolutely. Sent, I sent Ramsey like what I send you like twenty articles. In yeah, those top fives are crazy. I was like, man, I can't keep up. I can't keep up now. Well, I was sick. For like, I was sick for like a month, and I I, I couldn't write, and you know, because I I had the flu, and it turned into it's acute bronchitis, and yeah. you know, oh, bronchitis is super scary. My mom, my mom, once you have it, it keeps coming back every year. Yeah, I'm I'm on an inhaler, a steroid inhaler yeah, for it. Yeah, I had to have a lot of stuff too. Yep. And wow. so I was out of the game for like a month, right, Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Roughly. And so I had to time play some catch up. Yeah, I he had... was making up for lost time. Yeah, hell yeah. He and, had like uh, so many top five articles, and those are the kind of articles I got to kind of. It, it, honestly, I love the top fives, but it takes me it it takes a while longer to edit those than a regular article. Because when you have top fives, you have to do little arrows, images, and make sure the next pages work and all this stuff. So I enjoy it. I like putting them up. I'm just like, if you wonder why they don't come out, you know. <laughs> and that's okay, though, because that means you've got a stockpile of them, so you can always release So that's all them. Gordon. It's good. That was actually a good way, because then, like, they'll, like, every other day or every day, they can get one, you know. Get a new one out. Well, yeah. I'm going through both the men and women's roster of SmackDown and Raw. Nice. And, uh... I like that. That's that's good stuff. That's all. That's what we like. And I found out the girls' there. ones are so much more popular than the guys' ones. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> well, like every, I mean, like I think the Alexa Bliss one uh, Gordon wrote is like one of the highest rated ones right now. Boom. See. Well, I mean, well, Travis, how do you feel about the top fives? I like your top. It five. doesn't matter how you feel. God, you're... dude. Damn it, dude. I swear, I got it's like, you are like Travis reincarnated right now. Two for one, baby, in the house. It almost feels. Oh, <laughs> it almost feels like it's not AJ Styles' Styles is... house, though, so it's irrelevant. What'd you say? Chuck? I said it's not AJ Styles' house. It's That's irrelevant. True. Yeah, it's not the tuna that AJ Styles melt. <laughs> no, and no. this is literally the kind of stuff Travis used to do and still does. But it almost feels like you've taken over his, t- <laughs> taken over that persona, and now Travis, yeah. a little, Travis, is a little more mature now, and he's like the older, wiser one now. Yeah, his, his, now Gordon's taking on the guest role and taking my gimmick. That's and it feels like me and it feels like me and Gordon are the ones that are like bothering Travis now. <laughs> That's it. I'm not bothered. I know, I know. Like, well, no, it's great because you both fell for the same thing, like almost back to back. Now go get like, yourself a cookie, good sir. It was Dude, like so good right now. It was like, <laughs> dude, how could you not see that coming? I mean, honestly, I'm coming. Sorry. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were gonna do it, Ramsey. I had a feeling. Uh, you did were I? You know, it. I've cut down that so much. Like I like I used to. Gordy, listen to our old podcast. Anytime Travis would say anything, I used to actually have like the actual music in the background ready. As well, as a matter of fact, I can remember especially when it had to do with anytime if I said, "Oh yeah, the writing's on the wall," he'd start going, "Don't you see the writing on the wall?" I love it. And that is exactly how it sounded too. Oh dear, holy God! Exactly. Now you understand I, why. I'm a really, so really top it. level singer. Thank you. Whatever. <laughs> You're about as good as a bag of cats, dude. Oh. Cats cat- there can be a lot of good cats out there. I mean, okay. Well, can you find the one that starts singing? You let me know. Well, I mean, you called him a bag of cats, which is the equivalent to a sack of pussy. So, 
So is, yes. that, is that good or bad? I wonder. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I mean, as my father would say, you are what you eat, you know. <laughs> I love this that. Got definitely erotic, this definitely got erotica already. I know, yeah, right? well, <laughs> no, I've got, I've we got. Erotica, we went from erotica books to corny phrases to straight up pussy jokes. Obviously, well, thank hey God man, explicit. <laughs> hey man, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, you just guys need it. You guys need an outsider to comment on the, you know, the uh, of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you you don't recognize it because you're in it. See. Uh, and, and you I'm need somebody. In it. <laughs> well, okay, this, yeah. This has gone on, on too long. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> take us out. <laughs> okay. Wait, did Gordon, right. did Gordon, Gordon, you get to plug whatever you wanted you're, where you're at and stuff, Twitter? He, he did. Um, yeah, I did. I could do it again. No, 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 it's fine. No, Here, no. I'll, I'll, I got you, Gordon. I got you. Don't All right, me. cool, so, cool. Go follow Mr. Gordon at Gordon Rube on Twitter. And also go look for him over on Facebook. He's a hoot, I promise you. You can also follow me and Ramsey over on the old Twitter as well, at WWE Ramsey and at Travis underscore Falhark. You can visit Rumbling Rumors fan page over on Facebook and follow Rumbling Rumors on Twitter as well. And go visit the freaking website because you'll get articles from Gordon himself. Top fives are popular. Top five countdowns. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You'll get free HD's wallpapers you can get designed by Ramsey himself. And in case you're like everybody else or somebody like me that doesn't like to read spoilers, we got non-spoiler articles Non-spoilers. Absolutely, because Rumbling Rumors is the shiz, okay? Wow, you were so white. I know, I know. It, 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 It is the shiz because it's boss time. I did but not. Travis not embraces it, so that's why it How goes. dare you? <laughs> All right, <dare> guys. <laughs> well, I need to go uh, to the gym uh, if I can get up and go, which I don't know because my freaking head's killing me. But I'm going to at least go eat some food because I'm hungry as F. Okay, um, that's it. <laughs> All right, well, here, I'll do I'll do one more good white thing just to, like I do all the time here, okay? So get ready for it. Peace! See ya. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye, guys. Later. <laughs>